0: A spoonful of sugar helps the medicine go down, the medicine go down, the medicine go down, in the most delightful way. (laughs) I'm the Boogeyman, and I'm coming to get you! (laughs) ha <laughs> <laughs>
1: 10 minutes with the boogeyman. Let's do it. All right. Well, um, our boy, Mladen, just had a fight yeah. today. He won. Nice. Uh, seventh, How did he look? Seventh knockout in a row. He, he looked good, man. Dylan Carmen's in trouble.
0: Oh, yeah. Fuck. We know that. Standards. Huh? Good Good for him. Yeah. Yeah, and Mladen's good. You know, he works hard. He's one of the guys, like, he, he's always in the gym, and, uh, you know, he's he's ready. He's a real fighter, right? Like a lot of these guys, they're not. You know what I mean? They don't do real training camps. They don't train year-round. They don't diet. They don't eat healthy. And, you know, it shows, right? Shows shows the pace that they keep, and it shows how inactive they are, right? And Aladdin is active. He's almost as active as, as me. You know, yeah. I think we're, we both have uh, similar schedules.
1: Well, he does work hard, and he's a giant human, too.
0: He is. He's a big boy. He's six six. Legit. I think he weighed in at two forty two. So yeah, he's he's, know, he's big. impressive.
1: So yeah, he's going to rumble with Dylan Carmen December first, I believe, or third. Or one of the two.
0: Yeah. So that's a quick turnaround for him. I'm sure he's young. He's only like twenty three. He'll be fine. Oh yeah, he'll be fine.
1: So what's Perfect. new with you?
0: I'm on. Uh, you know the the work and train schedule. Uh, I've been training quite a few people, getting them ready for this charity boxing event. Uh, the fight for the cause and then uh, yeah, I picked up a lot of clients. So basically just box and run all day pretty much and just try to cram meals in whenever I can
1: <laughs> So you just you're just eating on the fly
0: Pretty much. Yeah, I, I don't even get to go home. I got a good meal prep place the angry health bar in Surrey and uh, Yeah, they keep me fed. They actually fly the meals over for me on uh, on the harbor Amazing yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. It's a buck a meal, they said. So I just go pick them up in a cooler and I'm good to go. Huh.
1: How are those fight for the cause people looking?
0: Uh, you know, we made a lot of improvements, right? So it's it's kind of funny because you have all these guys and women. Mo- it's mostly women. and They're all high school principals, teachers, um, computer tech assistants, work for a charity, you know, like all different kinds of people. A lot of office people. Uh, And I'm like, what are you guys doing? Like, how is this happening? But they have taken this very seriously. Because I I do a running program three times a week with them. And then I train them every morning. And on their off days, they book me for privates. So a lot of these people are going two or three times a day and working full time. And they've never fought before. Some of them played sports and stuff. And it's pretty hilarious because, like, they take it so seriously. And the first time they spar, there's, like, makeup smeared everywhere <laughs> like all this craziness going on and like you know guys are like yeah yeah i've never been in a fight in my life and like they're getting in there and they're mixing it up and then the next day they run even harder it's, it's kind of cool to watch like i was like i said i think last time i was kind of against it yeah but uh you know after hearing people's stories and why they want to do it i think it's pretty cool
1: well you know I'm, I'm glad to hear that they're taking it seriously because like getting punched in the face is a serious thing
0: Oh, yeah, man. Anything can happen. And that was something I made very clear, right? I was like, you guys are going to have to sacrifice a lot. And, and uh, you know, you have to be you have to be prepared and you have to be ready. So the first couple of workouts we do, we just take them through the ringer when I run them. You know, like uh, uh, this one girl, I think she's like a kindergarten teacher or something. She ran like fast, like we were doing sprints on the track. And she puked and she came running back and didn't even miss a rep. Oh wow! That was, like,
1: <laughs> That's awesome. Uh,
0: yeah, I like that.
1: When is the fight for the cause actually going down? Then
0: uh, it's actually the week before the event in uh, in Edmonton, so it'll be December third, and then I'll be pretty much be flying out right after to go uh, to my fight
1: to go take over Mexico one more time.
0: Yeah, yeah, against the southpaw there.
1: Oh, this guy is a southpaw. Eh?
0: Yeah, from what I understand, we're fighting a southpaw, so. I'll be mean, getting get ready for southpaws.
1: Well, you've been looking to scrap a southpaw here for a little while now.
0: Yeah, I'm sick of all this talk about southpaws are awkward and stuff, so I think we're just going to shut her down and get a knockout in 35 seconds and figure it out.
1: Well, hey, best case scenario, that's what happens.
0: Yeah, I'm just going to start hawking leather.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I feel like Coach Coach Rich the Stage might yell at you. <laughs>
0: No, he said, this time I can go for it, man. He's like, you just have at her. Oh, <laughs> no. really? That's amazing. He's like, I'm going to set you a very specific game plan, and you're going to follow that fucking game plan. And I was like, well, okay, you're right. So I probably will.
1: Is this fight going to be a six-rounder or an
0: eight-rounder? Uh, I'm hoping an eight-rounder. I'm yeah. bored of these six-rounders. Uh, hopefully it's an eight-rounder. I'm pretty sure it is. Um, he's actually pretty good. He's, a little, he's fitter than the last guy. Like, he'll pass the eye test. Uh, they have his record officially at eight and two, but then I was watching some uh, TV show that he was on, and his record was like quite a bit better than that. So, oh. <laughs> who knows what's really going on? Who cares?
1: Well, when you get those Mexican guys that come over, they uh, a lot of those fights that they have aren't recorded.
0: No, no, they're definitely not. Right? They're they're underground, and you know I'm sure he's had tons of experience. Last guy we fired he had like two hundred and something amateur fights. Now he's gonna fight Stan, I guess.
1: Yes. Stan's in trouble. Oh,
0: yeah. What's this? Yeah. Uh, you never know, because I asked, I asked Rich about it. And, you know, Stan moves really good. It depends on how he fights him, right? If he wants to move and be athletic and stuff, he should be okay, because I don't think the guy can really like match Stan's footwork. No. But you never know, because it's going to go to a decision, most likely, because that guy's tough.
1: Yeah, I, I don't think Stan can knock him out. I, that, that guy's got a granite chin.
0: Yeah, I mean, Stan definitely has knockout power. Um, I just don't know if he's willing to stand in there and trade just yet. I think he'll probably use his brain and how boxing Stan is a talented boxer, and I think that's one of his strengths. But, yeah, I don't think he'll, he'll go in for the knockout of the guy knowing like how good his chin is, right? Because it is risky.
1: Yeah, I, like when you were when you were gonna when you were fighting Christian, I watched a lot of his uh, his tape that I could find on on YouTube, and he's got a, spe- yeah. a very specific style where he comes forward, keeps his hands up, oh, yeah. he parries a lot of shots, and tries to land big bombs.
0: So yeah, Mexican style. <laughs> it's, yeah,
1: it, it's an interesting fight.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's cool, man. I think the heavyweight team in Canada seems to be picking up. You know, we got Maladdin seven and zero now. Dylan Carman's on the run. Uh, we got uh, Simon Keens doing. I think he's got a fight this weekend.
1: He's been doing a lot of press. So uh, he was on like Good Morning Montreal or something well, like that. Well, you know, today. he's big times,
0: right? Yeah. He's big time. He's the grizzly. He's uh, the golden boy. And, you know, when he starts running into my right hand, you know, it'll be a different story.
1: Well, he's clammed up as of late. But When it comes to you, you he hasn't been mentioning your name. So he must be focusing on his fight.
0: All well, this TV talk he's been doing—maybe he's interviewing for a job as a weatherman or something. Because after I'm done with him, he's gonna be retired.
1: <laughs> uh, speaking about training, um, I've been training again now, but I've been—I've hey. been trying to copy what Ryan Ford does on the Instagram. Oh, you
0: can't do that! No, that's madness. No.
1: So he does this thing on like the the stair thing that goes around. You know those?
0: Yeah, not fun.
1: Not fun. I've done it twice. It was terrible. But uh, he can
0: work out and talk to you. I was in, I was in uh, Edmonton, and I was like, "Dude, you just did like 16 rounds and carried on a conversation with me." And he's like, "Yeah." <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay.
1: So he's an animal, like. Oh yeah, he's he's yeah. Uh, he's on a whole different different level. But I figure if I could do 30 percent of what he does, I'll probably be all right.
0: See, here's how: if you're looking at it a little bit wrong what you got to do is just do what he's doing on the videos for that amount of time and then you're doing <laughs> what ryan ford does technically
1: that's very so true if it's a
0: ten, yeah if it's like a 10 second clip on on his story just do that 10 seconds you're good
1: <laughs> The uh, so I, i'll go and do like his morning stuff i'll go try to do it in the morning at the gym here in town but uh yeah at the, well, while i'm doing it it's terrible but after the fact i feel great
0: yes correct
1: so I just I just kind of try to grind through it and and do as much as I, I humanly can, but
0: that's all any of us can do, my friend.
1: Yeah, but it's it's nice being able to get back in there and do some stuff now. So uh, I'm how's the back feeling? Back is good. Nice. The back the back is great now. Uh, it's feeling good. I've got a I've got a little gym down in my basement now too, where I got heavy bag, speed bag, double M bag, stuff like that, so I can go down there and monkey around. And then I can go down to the boxing gym here too.
0: Nice. And the back's feeling good.
1: Back, back is feeling pretty good right now. I haven't heard it, hurt uh, it since. In the mornings, it's a little jammed up. I just got to get moving. But other than nice. that, uh, other than that, it's all good.
0: Beautiful. Oh, well, I got good news for you. We got the Uncle Ron hats collection is in today. Yes. We got some new shirts in today, um yeah i'm gonna I gotta do like a little photo shoot with some of the gear this weekend, and uh yeah, it'll be a little little release party we got uh, the full swag is on the go.
1: You should one hundred percent use that photo that I took
0: I don't know why we haven't already, yeah no it's 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 on it's on. It's in the works, my friend. Don't worry. <laughs> I've been holding on to that one for when all the product came in. But yeah, we're getting some good orders. Lots off Instagram. It's pretty cool.
1: Yeah. Uh, that I don't take pictures like very good generally, but I thought that one was amazing.
0: It was unreal. Yeah, no, that's saved <laughs> to the camera roll. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> so I'm going to continue and to take in my pictures.
0: <laughs> and in your
1: iCloud. I'm going to continue to take pictures with my Uncle Ron here because I got a whole bunch of it.
0: Fucking right. I would love to get. Man, we have to like get. We might have to send one to Dylan Harmon and Simon Keane so they take a picture wearing it. You know what I mean?
1: That'd be awesome.
0: Yeah, because I think they would want to wear it. I think they'd want to wrap it for sure. Maybe like waving a white flag, like hey, like let's just all be friends.
1: One hundred percent. I think uh, Dil- <laughs> Dylan Harmon probably would wear it. Simon Keane. he would he would wear it
0: secretly. He's too yeah. He's too professional. for For us, right? Yeah, he wears suits. He does talk shows. I'm just thugging it out every day, just running in a dirt field. But you know, that's just me.
1: So here's the interesting thing I find with some of these guys, because you're constantly posting your workouts and what you're doing. So everybody knows what you're doing. It's, it's no secret that you're in the gym two, three, four times a day. But when it comes yeah. to like a Dylan Carmen type or a Simon Keen type, they're very secretive about what they do. It's like they—well,
0: it's pretty—it's pretty tricky to convince people you're getting ready for a fight when you're sitting at Tim Morton's eating donuts.
1: It's very true.
0: Simon's a little bit better. I think I'm blocked on Carmen's right now. Anyway, I think he got sick of me and whatever. Oh. But uh, yeah, I know Simon does post a little bit more. At least you know, like casually every like three or four days, and mm-hmm. doing some little drill of some sort. But, uh, you know, I only really post about a quarter of what I do at max.
1: Well, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. And so, like, at most, you know, an eight is more likely, you know. And then, you know, I got to train my moms in between, a lot of moms.
1: Well, th- that's working out <laughs> for you, though. You're getting paid.
0: Yeah, have you guys called Bailey yet, or what?
1: I have talked to Bailey, actually. She is excited to come on the show. Yeah. And uh, we're gonna set that up here pretty soon. I think what I might actually get to do, get her to do, is fill in for call her uh, right now. Yeah, <laughs> I could call her right now. Maybe that'd be funny if I could three way call. Yeah, on you this should. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what I might get her to do is fill in for a ten minutes with the boogeyman when you can't do it when your fight's here.
0: I'd like that. That'd be awesome.
1: Ten minutes with Bailey. Does she have a nickname?
0: Bomber. Bomber. Yeah, Bailey the bomber.
1: Ten minutes with the bomber. Maybe we'll do that for the yeah. next one that you can't make it on for when you fight. That'd be amazing. I feel like she'd have some good stories.
0: Oh, she got some stories straight out on Cabbage Town, man.
1: Oh. Wow.
0: She, yeah, yeah, she's a cabbage cabbage town onion. I,
1: I, it's hard to tell dimensions of like how tall somebody is on, on the Instagram. So how tall is this yeah. young lady? She's about five four. Oh, so she's pretty short.
0: Yeah, like when she she got a lot of muscle, right? So I get her to run sprints and she's like a little Terminator running. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> was she that jacked when she was fighting?
0: Yeah, yeah. She's just wow. she's just like that, man. Like, she's a freak. she got a lot of testosterone, very aggressive. She'll literally be, like, hauling around, like, three kids under the age of four and, like, working out and, like, cooking dinner and doing dishes and then, like, Personal training someone and then lifting weights.
1: So she's just a super mom.
0: Yeah, she's uh, pretty crazy. Wow, impressive.
1: So I have noticed you a lot of pictures with kids over the past maybe four to six weeks. Now the pictures are progressively getting better, where you look a little bit more comfortable every time.
0: Uh, no, <laughs> no, not in particular. No. <laughs> uh,
1: are these all Bailey's kids?
0: Uh, Bailey's kids, yeah, sometimes, and sometimes randoms. Randoms just hand me kids now and take a picture, and I get sent them on my Instagram. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are you are you all going to Parksville right now?
0: No, no, I'm actually dropping off uh, riches out of town, um, so I gotta go do my run right now, I've been working all day. Yeah. And I'm gonna do my run, and right now I'm dropping off some Tupperware, because Bailey made me a bunch of dinners, and, uh... Some shirts for her and her dad.
1: Oh, amazing! So, are you just like sitting yeah. in front of her house right now?
0: I just pulled up actually right now.
1: Well, we can end it here then. Um, <laughs> 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 so I'm not holding you up. You, you need to get that running. Uh, but shout 100%. out everybody that helps you out and and uh, your your apparel line.
0: Uh, we got Reflex Supplement. Are oh, you want me to name all my sponsors? Is that what you said? Yeah, everybody that right, helps out you. Yeah. Yeah. So we got Uncle Ron. We got uh, reflex supplements. We got hangry health bar. We got game ready fitness. Uh, West Shore Training Academy. Uh, we got. Uh, I'm actually working with elite sports management now. They just did a deal uh, with Odell Beckham Jr. and Nike. So they will be doing no such deal anywhere near that <laughs> to me. <laughs> uh, but, you know, it is impressive. And he is actually just a friend. So <laughs> we got rival boxing. We got. Uh, who else? We got TCF construction. We got. Uh, yeah we got house of games official yeah reflex on that's about it my man
1: and the spice of life podcast
0: oh that's standard
1: <laughs> all right my man you have a fantastic night enjoy your run because i probably you probably aren't gonna all right sounds good and uh i'm sure we'll talk to you next week take care brother all right brother bye bye
2: this is Jelena Margetinovic, eight-time world champion, and you are listening to the Spice of Life podcast.
1: Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer, two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. All right, guys, welcome back to the Spice of Life podcast. Today on the podcast, we got a
2: fucking fired up Luke Spicer. He's pissed off. <laughs> I knew. I was, like, I was like, wait a minute, you're going to fucking... We always, we always talk about shit before for a little bit, but I was like, all of a sudden, you stop, you're like, I'm just going to hit record, I think. <laughs> I'm fucking pissed off. Oh, well. What are you going to do? Well, you're angry because you got shit. no energy,
1: because you eat too many carbs. <laughs> I, got, I feel better now. I had lunch, but... Hey, man, you're going figure to figure it out here real quick. I'm telling you, just go on a fucking high-fat diet, like good fats, though. You're going to fucking feel fantastic. Sometimes when you're dieting and, and doing stuff like that, shit gets stale. And, yeah. Uh, and there's not much you can do about it right, except for change it up. Like, you've been eating the same kind of thing for God knows how long now. You,
2: you're going to yeah. have to change it up every once in a while. Well, I did talk to Pat the other day, actually, and we were we were talking about that because uh, you know I had said that you know I end up I end up uh, sabotaging myself or whatever else fall off the wagon whatever I talk about. But I said realistically, it's because most days I feel like I'm uh, uh, what the fuck was the word that he said I'm unsatisfied, yeah, right. Like that, that and he says, "Are you full, hungry, unsatisfied?" I'm like, "Unsatisfied" is a good word. I, I I don't ever feel like I'm like. Ooh, I'm hungry, but I feel like yeah, like I like I'm missing something, and you know, and then I'm always looking for snacks or whatever. And the time I don't is when I actually in the mornings when I drink that smoothie, I put a, I put a full avocado in that son of a bitch too, though not as half avocado. Stuff. They're smaller though, but yeah, and I and uh, I always feel really good, and then you know, yeah, even after I have the peanut butter and the apple you know for snack i feel pretty good when i have the and then actually lunch and supper i don't have any fats with lunch and supper it's like protein starch and uh and uh you know vegetables yeah right so it's it, it's not really there's nothing there and so pat was saying you know i think we need to increase your fat and we need to drop your carbs a little bit to try to get some weight to come off again and and uh whatever else and we'll we'll play with that for a bit so he's he's redesigning it again a little bit he's gonna adjust the numbers because at the end of the day i'm still not like i don't understand enough of it to adjust it myself and if i start playing with it shit's gonna get fucked up like i just want to know eat this eat this eat this and and i'll do it i'll follow it and put it in there so he's gonna adjust it a little bit and then uh hopefully that helps because i am i'm feeling like just like a bagged smashed assholes i don't feel very good most
1: days i'm telling you man call them tell them to drop all the carbs and replace it with healthy fats i'm telling you it's gonna work i guarantee it i guarantee
2: it you've been wrong this many times since i've met you exactly zero (laughs) how's that (laughs) i've i've never been wrong I didn't say it I just showed everybody how many times so nobody fucking really knows <laughs> Shit. hey if there's one thing I know it's fucking cotton weight. The only thing I have a harder time doing than like I can admit when I'm wrong that's easy, but it's very hard to admit when you're right <laughs> and you have to admit it a lot. I know that's why I don't like to do it. <laughs> See, people take
1: me as a Neanderthal or a complete idiot.
2: Um, a <laughs> pretty smart
1: guy. I'm not gonna lie. I, I would say I'm probably on the opposite end of that spectrum. Yes, I do act like a Neanderthal and an idiot, but it's because I'm so smart that I don't need to act smart that I can afford to act stupid.
2: I used to, go back to work with a guy. I'm not even joking. He's drank. He he got a drinking problem. This guy drinks like... Ten beer a day, every day, right? Like he's older. He's like, fuck. What would he be now? Probably got to be close to seventy, right? Uh, he's like borderline genius oh. in construction. He's invented so many things over the years that, uh, and then he's given them to people, and they've made millions of dollars right off of his ideas. He just doesn't care. He's do- he's doing very well, right? Like he's still very well. And literally, I was like, man, why do you drink so much, scordy And he didn't. He was drinking enough. He's like, life life is too difficult dealing with stupid people when I'm sober all the time. He says I drink to dumb myself up so I can deal with the rest of the population of fucking idiots. <laughs> I was like and at the time I was like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then when you look at him, you start talking to him, you're like, Yeah, actually he's a he's a pretty smart dude, you know? And and yeah, that was literally like he dumbed himself down. I'm like, What a shitty existence, so you gotta dumb yourself down.
1: Well, there, there's something to be said for getting to act like a complete retard all the time. It's fun.
2: Yeah, yeah, it is.
1: Like, uh, when you when you have to act like a smart person or behave yourself or watch what you say around people, it sucks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, who
2: wants to act like that all the time, Luke? I don't do it all the time. <laughs> Not at all. Well, I'll tell you one thing, you fucking assholes. Talking about me before the show last week on Thursday. I didn't Listen to it, you sons of bitches. <laughs> I'm like, I couldn't figure out. First, you got Brian on there tagging me in some fucking smoothie thing. Doesn't say anything, and I'm and he's like, you got to do it right, Luke Spicer. There's no point doing it right, Tanner. And I was like what the frick man and and i saw that it was blue so i was like so i messaged him i was like oh i missed blueberries a couple times and fuck now but i had no idea that you guys talked about it with with braidwood after and so after the show on tuesday i tuned in and i was like okay I listen to this i'm listening it's going pretty good and then then you say something and braidwood goes on and i'm like you freaking bastards And I was like, I was waiting when he says, did you help me with my suit? I was like, if you say, yeah, I was like, you motherfucker. I'm like, your first suit you got from me. So, and you don't wear it. So that's fine. Um, But uh, yeah, he was was pretty funny. And, you know, now though, every morning since Tuesday, (laughs) I've made sure everything's been in there and uh, I've been good, you know. Hey, but man. it is good. Most most days I eat it exactly how it's supposed to be. I got the lemon juice. I got everything in there. It's all going in. I don't put the honey in it, but it ain't on the first thing that you told me. It's hey. not on there. We, we revise the
1: boogie shake when we talk on the podcast. I expect that you're going to listen to 10 Minutes with the Boogeyman. I don't know why on God's earth or whatever earth this is, you would want to miss the most entertaining ten minutes.
2: That's not actually ten minutes in podcast history. It never. It's never ten minutes. Even you guys. I was like, you guys are dumb. They're like, thanks, Junior, for ten minutes with the boogeyman. I looked down at the screen. Like that was twenty six minutes <laughs> and thirty eight seconds. Here it is: one banana, half avocado, unflavored or whatever BCAAs, organic vanilla. All natural protein powder. Well, I use something different, but spinach, blueberries, oatmeal, probiotic yogurt. Nothing about fucking honey on there. That's it. You're missing. Or lemon. There's nothing about lemon juice on there either. Well, that's because we revise the boogie
1: shake on 10 minutes with the boogeyman. We add things in. Now, I've started adding
2: in another thing, which is MCT oil and mm-hmm. turmeric. I thought you were gonna say in termites. I was like, they're they're like the newest thing coming out for for a protein sources. Termites, you know, isn't it termites? What other some other bug? Not termites. Uh, grasshoppers. I don't have a fucking clue what you're talking about.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oil and shake now. Yeah, uh, my shake is loaded with probably like 15, 16, 17 different things.
2: So, basically, you're having a a crock pot dinner for breakfast. Basically. Fine. I've seen a lot of of freaking ninjas and Vitamixes and blenders and shit videos where I'm being tagged in them lately on Instagram from various people and and tagging the Boogeyman. And I'm like, all right, you guys, whatever. Well, the the reason why we actually started on this was because
1: one day you made a post of you making the shake, and there was no purple in it at all. There was no blueberries, and you called it the Boogeyman <laughs> shake, but it wasn't the Boogeyman <laughs> shake. It was some fucking shit mix that Luke Spicer came up. It was the Spicy Spice shake. I
2: still had I still had fruit in it. I just didn't have blueberries. I had pineapple in it. Well, that's no good. We want the antioxidants. I know. I got them later. Listen,
1: stop fucking around with the shake, just make it right or call it something else. The spicy spice. <laughs> yeah. This is the shitty Ooh. spice shake
2: Oh, no, fucking in in, uh, in Vegas, the Hard Rock Hotel, they got a juice bar there. So they you know, the like fresh squeezed juices and something like that. They got this one shake there, it's a green shake. Like a green a green juice, spinach and and um, you know, I don't know what else in it. But one thing that's in it is is jalapenos. Like they juice jalapenos, and you drink this drink, and you're like, and then you're like, whoa! Like just lights you on fire. It's freaking good. It takes wow. you for a shock if you don't know that you're drinking. The first time I had it, Tammy had bought it and didn't tell me what it was. I just grabbed a green smoothie. I'm thinking I'm getting this refreshing green smoothie, which it was. And then I was like. What, what? And I looked up at the board right away and just like scrolled through them and it was like saw jalapenos. I was like, there's jalapenos in one of these steaks? So wow. it takes, and after that it was like, okay, I got to be prepared for this. Like, cause it's, it's definitely a little different having a, a jalapeno in your, sh- in your, in your juice. Well, I've got a jalapeno in my fridge. I might put that in my shake tonight. <laughs> Try it out. Give me, tell me what you think. They don't, you don't come out with the seeds though when they put it in the juicer, I don't think so. Oh, yeah, I'd probably be singing
1: that Johnny Cash song, Burning Ring of Fire, for the next week if I did that.
2: I'm going to buy some tonight. I'm going to try it, too. I'm going to add it to the morning shake. Just get a pow. Might yeah. just have a jalapeno shake. <laughs> yeah. It's all jalapenos and protein powder.
1: Beyond to something. I feel like there might be a jalapeno shake out there that you can make, but I don't know what you put with it. Like fucking, I think uh, like vanilla protein powder might
2: taste like shit. That's why you probably need something from Magnum, like salted caramel jalapenos.
1: <laughs> salted I, caramel. I'm not gonna lie, I would probably do
2: unflavored. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I mean, whatever. It's not. It all blends together. Thing is, it's not that you need. You don't need to taste like in that green juice one. You don't taste jalapenos necessarily, but you're like, whoa, there's there's some heat to this. Like, what is it? What's the ingredient in there? You know what I mean? It's not like the jalapeno is over overpowering like i don't think it would depend on the size of jalapeno you wouldn't want to put two or three jalapenos into a shake like one whole jalapeno would probably be would probably be enough in the old vitamix well i used to make this shake back in the day it was a
1: joe rogan shake and he called it hulk loads and it would have like kale spinach cucumber broccoli uh garlic um, ginger but i feel like that jalapeno would have been good in there
2: yeah I'm going to do some searching for that now. Maybe I should do that while we're talking. Hulk loads? Not Hulk loads. Just jal- 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 jalapeno smoothie shakes. Oh. <laughs> 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 That's what we're talking. See what we come up with here. Some well, big, uh, big matchups coming up this week in the old boxing world, though. Uh, Yeah, list them off. Steve Claggett. It's the biggest one that I'm I'm thinking of right now. He's boxing this Saturday. Le
1: Dragon. He's fighting for a title, too, isn't he?
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're fighting in he uh, uh, in, in Montreal, right?
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, what yes. what belt is it for? I actually don't know. I can check BoxRack
2: after I check these green smoothies, but my brain's on jalapeno smoothies right now, so I'm, I'm searching jalapeno smoothies.
1: Well, on, on another fight news, our, our boy, Monster Mal Maladon, he uh mm-hmm. he knocked that fucker out last night in the second or the third round. I can't remember what round it was, but now he's seven and zero, and he's on and to he's on to Dylan Carmen.
2: And that's a for sure thing. That's a that's signed.
1: Right? It's uh it's signed, oh, sealed, yeah. delivered. He's they're fighting. Awesome. Yeah, so that's uh that's a good thing. And uh, hopefully if we can get uh we're gonna have Miladen on the on the podcast obviously here pretty soon, but um. We, we need a new Canadian champion that's actually going to fight and not fuck around. And yeah. uh, that guy's name is not Dylan Carmen, obviously, because he's done nothing but fucking go on Dragon's Den and honey dick Dragons into giving him $50,000 and going on Big Brother and getting jerked
2: off by his gay roommate. Uh, ooh, fuck. This looks good, man. Sorry, back to spinach now. I'm, I got one track mind right now. Spinach. Okay, so jalapeno smoothie, two bananas broken into chunks. Whatever. I mean, get a Vitamix. You don't have to break it in. Two cups of spinach, cup of frozen mango, half a teaspoon of chopped jalapeno peppers. Pussies, put a whole one in there. One cup of water. Blend that shit up. That'd probably be pretty good. Huh? Sounds all right. Now, now when I think of that though, I mean, you know, I would just, I would just like the mango would be probably, but I, I'd put blueberries in there knock her down to one banana i basically just put everything in there that we put in the shake right now and just add in a jalapeno but yeah you might want to get a a plain or a vanilla uh, protein powder because i have a feeling like chocolate peanut butter protein powder or salted caramel like i use in the mornings from magnum just probably wouldn't taste that 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 good probably not no but I'm 100% going to try it anyway because I ain't going to buy another bottle of protein powder just for jalapeno smoothies.
1: So I'm on box track right now, and this fight with Yves Ulessis versus Steve Claggett doesn't seem to be a title fight. It's just a scrap. Just, just a fight. But do you know who is the co-main event? Uh, uh,
2: um, Simon Keene. Simon
1: fucking Keene versus Randy Johnson. No. no is that, that uh, a fight? Huh? Not for anything? No, I don't I who knows. Simon Keane is the Intercontinental IBO champion, so realistically it could be for his belt, but uh, BoxRec doesn't really tell you much.
2: Yeah, box kinda of stupid sometimes. You get in there and you start looking at shit and it's got nothing.
1: Yeah, well it also says that uh the the schedule bout's subject to change in commission approval still really
2: which is kind of weird yeah that is weird huh it's very weird yeah but yeah it doesn't say it's nothing for it it's just a scrap is it a oh it's a 10 round fight though for steve and and eves
1: that's a title fight i bet you it's for a title of some sorts huh but yeah other than that it doesn't it doesn't say too much it would have been nice to be able to talk
2: to steve the dragon Claggett on here but well, we were doing that, but then we just kept missing each other. Yeah. We'll get him after he wins. We'll get him after he wins. So Simon Keane is in a
1: 10-round contest too, so that could be for something. Yeah. But it doesn't say. Yeah, that's weird. It I would guess as the main event with Steve fighting uh, Ulysses, and uh, Simon King being the, being the co-main event that Steve's fight is for a title. This fucking Randy Johnson guy is jacked. That's the guy that
2: uh, um, Simon's fighting.
1: Yeah, he's one hundred percent on steroids. <laughs> stop throwing that word out there when you don't know. I don't fucking care. What's he gonna do? I don't know. Fight you? Okay, cool. He's so big his his traps are so big they touch his ears that's fucking ridiculous yeah anyway the uh, the heavyweight division is uh is good in Canada right now it's, boxing in Canada is good right now bo- boxing period in Canada is good right now the the thing is is boxing in Canada has always been good I think but it's just that we actually pay attention to it you know what I'm saying, like yeah, it goes so unheard of by everybody else. Like it's not on TSN. They don't make a big deal about it on our Canadian sports shows. Like if they would just cover the the Quebec shows and the Edmonton shows, holy fuck would would we get a better reaction in Canada towards boxing?
2: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I agree. I mean, sometimes that's the thing, right? Sport, but again, it's it's it boils down to ratings. You know, I mean, if if canadians don't want to see it or whatever it's hard i mean you know we've got some good shows here and and people aren't tuning in i feel like the the, the us and the foreign market would be tuning into our tv stations more often if they were seeing some of this stuff because you know um we don't that's the one thing that is still hard as big as canada is we still have a very small population yes you know i mean there's cities in the usa that have more people than the whole country of canada
1: well, Canada also does come out with some of the worst TV shows ever on, on the face of the planet.
2: Except for Amazing Race Canada. It's going to be pretty good this year when we get on it. <laughs> well, Otherwise, it's going to suck. We again, do have some good like TV always. shows.
1: There's uh, there's Frontier. That's a good Never show. Seen.
2: It's Never seen.
1: It's got Aquaman in it.
2: But I did see this on uh, Netflix, so maybe I'll watch it.
1: It's pretty good. I think you'd like it. Uh, Vikings is a Canadian show. Which is cool. But, uh, yeah, there's some fucking real bad ones too, though. Like, do you remember when you were a kid and there was a fucking TV show about these kids on a boat? They went to school on a boat? It was mm-hmm. terrible. No idea. It was it, it was that bad. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that bad. But, hey, it, I think if Mel got her show covered by, like, TSN or Sportsnet or some of these guys in Quebec... Like there's gonna be a big heavyweight fight coming up here real quick, like mm-hmm. it's a matter of timing and the right guy's getting the right wins, but they're getting the right matchups right now. so like there's gonna be a clash between Adam Braidwin and Simon Keene at some
2: point if they put that if they have that show in February that she's talking about um, that you'd think that'd be televised. it'll be big enough that they're drawn in. All that stuff. I mean, it's just rumors. I'm not talking about everything or where it's going to be at or anything like that. She's got her show coming up December eighth, first, which is, you know, it's going to be a pretty stacked card, man. I'm looking forward to that. Like, you know, it'd be it'd be nice to see. But again, as promoters, right? I mean, until until financially it makes sense. I mean, why would you throw in twenty thousand or thirty thousand bucks or whatever it costs for production to to have the right crew there to do all the taping and do everything when when that's just straight out of your profit you're not getting that back from anybody you know and it's it's tough i mean i always sell when they had that connection with um SportsNet or whatever for a while i mean that was good right they're coming in and doing the production and stuff it's just takes takes some people to get uh to get that going so slowly
1: well if she went the fight tv the fight tv app route for a little bit I don't necessarily think that'd be a bad idea. Offer a pay-per-view for 10.99 or 14.99. It's mm-hmm. worth 14.99. It's worth 29.99, oh, yeah. really, if I'm honest with you, it's worth 29 bucks. Yeah. Now, is the the caliber of guys that are on there worth a UFC pay-per-view money? Probably not. Maybe sometimes yeah. in the main event. Yeah. It all depends. Well, and I
2: mean, you know, and again, like it, it could be it could be earlier, you know. Um uh you know, even even Mel, when she's having some of these problems, like get fitting a lot of these these matchups on doing her card. It's like sometimes I think, you know, like do it do it like they do in in, in down Vegas, right? These cards start at like three in the afternoon. Nobody's there. They're watching all the undercard fights and all that stuff. And then the 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 big couple are going to be on later. I mean, you yeah. could do something like that. You got everybody there already, right? Got them in there boxing in the afternoon, and they got some of these young up and coming guys or something like that. and Make it, you know, put put all them on there instead of having a a huge show. Do them earlier. Have a have an intermission break for an hour or whatever you got to do to get everybody in there right. their, their dinner, and then and then go. Well, right, do the, do the main one.
1: Here's the thing: is if you did just did the last four fights, here's the guys I would feature. I would feature those two Santoro kids, 100. They can both fight and they mm-hmm. they're good. Ryan Ford and Adam Braidwood. Those would be the guys. Unless yeah. unless Jelaine is fighting.
2: Yeah.
1: Those those would be my picks. Um I, I, it's not a it's not a knock on anybody else. Just those those four male individuals that I did mention they draw.
2: Like they sell tickets. But but again, so you're talking though now like about about selling tickets. Selling tickets is still different than having people tune in to watch a watch a pay per view, right? Like you're talking about local tickets. And, I don't and think it is like at that. all.
1: It's got, of course it is. No, it's not. I've got I have got a thousand friends on Facebook. You know how many of them are mm-hmm. from Edmonton or or anywhere? F- fucking fifty. Well, they're probably all from somewhere they're all from somewhere not here that'd be able to make the fight, right? Yeah. So you're you're telling me, like, Ryan Ford's got fans that are all over the world. So let's say Ryan sells 100 tickets for KO Boxing, but he can sell 2,000 pay-per-views.
2: Yeah, but that's what I'm saying, though, right? Like, just because they sold a lot of tickets doesn't necessarily mean it translates into selling pay-per-views. That's all I was saying. I'm not talking about Ford out of any of those guys, right? Like, it still has to be, are they going to tune, you know, are they going to, turn you know tuned to come in like the sunturo kids are great to watch don't get me wrong but how far is there is their reach that's kind of what i was getting at right like are they got the big enough reach to sell to sell some pay-per-view stuff yet i think with the family they probably do like yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> as annoying as Lino can be sometimes he's still a great guy but it's like he he uh he's got some connections and knows some people and he likes to talk so um uh, other than boxing is not about war. Stop saying war ready.
1: Well, I'll be honest with you. The most viewed video we have on our on our Spice of Life podcast page is the Santoro kid from his first fight.
2: Um, Carlito. Well, yeah, yeah. Because we took another one down. Well, that's um, just reality. I had to take that. Yeah. Down. <laughs> well, I know that, but I'm just saying. But it was still like wasn't you know. There's a couple. Of, is that really the most? I thought some of the other ones were were, were a few thousand. He's at like seven point one thousand views on our on our thing. Oh, now oh yeah. wow! How many times did Lino watch that for for like analysis? Six thousand nine hundred ninety-eight <laughs> times. <laughs> <laughs> and and once was me. No, uh, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Now they're good, man. He's good. He's, he's been doing. Uh, he's been doing a few things lately again, which has been kind of funny. A lot of stuff. I see Ford's training at that gym quite a bit. That's where he's getting in a lot of his uh, time in it, it, seems.
1: Well, if you listen to On the Road with the Real Deal, um, Lino has given Ryan Ford a key to the gym so he can go in there with his own trainer whenever he wants. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it, at the
2: end of the day, it's a good PR move for them. Of course it is. Like, of course it is. Words it, is coming in. He's doing it. He's there. It's, it's no different. I mean, the kids like I, uh, Lino had put up that video of uh, uh, I think it was Rafael. I can't remember. He's hitting a speed back, right? And uh, and then uh, Carlito was beside him talking to another kid, trying to show him how to, how to hit the speed peg. And, and, and as he's, as he's hitting it and then he's like, he just gets like right into it and he's just like smashing this thing. And this, this new kid is like, his mouth just drops open. His eyes get huge. He's like, whoa just mesmerized that was probably the best thing of everything because you just saw this huge white like people sticking out because he was he was so just in awe of this speed bag but yeah i don't know it was pretty uh was pretty impressive though
1: so so let's talk about lino for a little bit lino is an outspoken guy he's fucking funny though it's Uh, hilarious so funny um so yeah he's really taken on this the new face of burger king persona which is amazing <laughs> i think it's, I, it <laughs> it's
2: what do you do though what do you do anybody that's ever stood there and went fuck you tanner and then and then tried to like combat you will lose so i think he's just embracing it cuz he's like man i don't need to do it. but he also probably doesn't care like like really i i feel like he's not embracing it because he has no choice he's cuz he doesn't care and he's thinking it's funny you know
1: Well, it's funny. Um, The best was when he just posted a picture of the actual Burger King and said, "There's only one king." Yeah. Then I posted a picture of Mayor McCheese, and he said it looked like Patrick Lafleur after his son beat him up. And
2: I was like, "Oh (laughs) man, (laughs) wow." (laughs) Yeah. Well, it is what it is. Patrick's in the gym training hard. He wants that thing back. I mean, it was you know, but it's good for Edmonton. You got two young guys. You know, they're they're training hard. They're doing it, but. That was, a, that was a big, uh, it looked like a huge mismatch, you know? So it would be interesting to see these guys back, uh, you know, striking against somebody else uh, December 8th and, and seeing how they how they pair up now again with somebody different.
1: Well, if people don't think that that fight's going to get a rematch at some point, it 100% is. Totally it is.
2: There's a lot of people tuned in to see that. They'd both be stupid to not do it mm-hmm like oh well, they'll do it it it'll happen i
1: Patrick wants it i I think that it won't happen December eighth fuck no um they've got different opponents I don't even know if Pat's fighting December eighth mm that's uh that's something I don't know uh I was hoping we were gonna see the male model back but he's not apparently on that card either no that, that I've seen so far no hmm Oh.
2: One of my guys at work is a male model. The other day, he called me and said, "Can I have the day off?" Got asked to do this, like they had this fashion show for for uh, one of the hair companies in town here. And he went and did this whole redken fashion show thing. He's posting these pictures. I was like, "Well, I can't unsee that, you, <laughs> you know." So. Cheeseburger Jared? <laughs> yeah, that's who. No, no, it's Hayden, one of the young guys that works for him. He's pretty lean. Oh, uh, being a hair model, he's got these long hair i don't know ever homo wow that guy's um, a real bundle of sticks yeah nice nah, <laughs> pretty good young young kid huh. been been educating some of the other younger kids that show up on job sites about life that they don't need to hear about
1: <laughs> well oh, i want to hear about it now this isn't a pg <laughs> show it's fucking rated e uh-
2: just how you get, yeah. he saw it. You saw. He said that. Did you know the podcast is rated E? <laughs> yes. It's very explicit. What do you think when we say "fuck" all the time? Um, you said that. How to get? How to get? Uh, um, uh, syphilis. How you can get uh, gonorrhea? You know all that kind of stuff. And uh, yeah, Josh comes home. This is last summer, so he's sixteen. Comes home, he's like, <laughs> he's like, how was work? He goes. Good, I found out from Hayden how I can get gonorrhea. <laughs> so oh God. Funny. Oh my god, I don't need this right now. It was pretty funny.
1: I could I could just imagine Tammy's face.
2: Yeah. Well now Josh is pretty smart. He's kinda of like me, just using you know, what happens at what, at, what at, <laughs> yeah, what happens at work stays at work. You know, we don't we don't talk about it at home. There's some things that just some things, some, things, some people don't need to hear. You know? So well, how old is yeah. josh what 16 17. Uh, he, he turned 17 this summer yeah so, he's 17 so he'll be years old virgin yeah right i mean who, apparently who I, I don't know who really knows no know, I, I don't know nobody knows he knows but that's it who cares yeah well his mom probably but <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs>
2: sex is bad right you shouldn't do that till you're married yeah or like 57. <laughs> yeah why would you wait till you're married that's the dumbest thing ever
1: well here's the thing is if you if you wait until you're married then you don't know if it's any good like your partner well, that, could just suck at it
2: but that could be a bonus though i guess too because then then you're like well this is the way it is so we're okay right where if you like you know i don't know I feel if you like- got something to compare it to then you might be like well this is no good I mean, there's more to a, there is more to a relationship than sex. It's a big aspect, my man. Oh, it is. Trust me, I know. I, I was I was married, remember? And it wasn't it wasn't there. It wasn't good. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's uh, I would I would say it's probably fifty
2: percent. Money's the rest. No, <laughs> we're, not, we're We're not. We're not giving out relationship advice on this podcast. Well, yeah, we are. <laughs> Nobody <laughs> no, said it was
1: going to be good
2: yeah yeah that's true that's true you could just you could just uh <laughs> so you could just fuck people over let's just start talking about people that need relationship advice <laughs> no. uh you just for one no i'm good right now man i'm doing good these days things, things are good you know i'm just pushing lots of weight and i uh, hitting lots of shit so it's working out really good for me so <laughs> at least you have an outlet for yourself <laughs> Ooh, yeah, I. Well, you know the deal too. Like, if I bring Pat a coffee, that means I need an extra hard workout. Like, he knows the drill. So yesterday, I brought him in. Fuck, we did that turkey twister thing again. That woman to push up, sit up, squats, but, but uh, um, the lady that, that I did it with last time, like she was there, uh, she's there again. And uh, Pat texts her and goes, "How about we do the turkey twister again?" She just texts him back, goes, "Ugh." Right, and shows up, and she's like, "Well, let's let's replace the burpees." And I was like, "What are we replacing the burpees with?" She's like, "Kettlebell swings." I was like, "Well, just because you teach kettlebells doesn't mean that's fair, then." But sure, if that's what you need to try to beat me, I'm I'm down. And so it was way easier because we didn't have to do twice the pushup. I mean, a burpee is a up with a jump, so you're doing twice the pushup. So. Yeah, doing, doing swings instead of burpees was easier until we did 270 of them. So that's what I did, 270 push-ups, sit-ups, squats. It was good. It was a good workout. So it's nice, half hour, just bang, 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 and you're, you're done. Like that, That's a hell of a workout for half an hour. Yeah, that's, uh, that gets it done quick, that's for sure. Uh-huh. But, of course, you can't let her beat you. Like, the last thing I want is to be beat by a lady so i gotta just keep going so i beat her or you beat her yeah then she was like well you're not lifting double the kettlebell that i am pat's like (laughs) yes kettlebell in the gym so i was doing one-handed swings to like just to be like here i'll do one-handed swings then and she just looks over and is like fuck i didn't want to say well you're doing push-ups on your knees so that shouldn't count either then but i just didn't bug her about that maybe she's practicing
1: for later who knows I don't know who this person is. You probably shouldn't say her name now either.
2: No, we don't because that's that's actually part of the thing. That she's she didn't I we had took a picture the first time. She didn't want it up there on social media. Well she goes to the gym, just that's her that's her escape from her her other spots in town, right? That she does for work and whatever else and it's her time and it's not about anybody else and I'm like, Hey, I'm cool with that, you know, it's no big deal. I don't have to say anything. It's, I was just excited. I wanted to show, put a picture up to be like, yeah, like, because I said that to her actually yesterday. I was like, I got a better workout and push here than than I have from from a lot of a lot of male like uh, you know training partners or whatever of the years. Because it's just there's something about it. Like I mean, at the end of the day, you're a guy in the gym, you're working out like, and it's and it's body weight stuff, but it's like it still can't be i can't be letting her have that win over me you know there's no way I, I gotta every time i look up she's dropping down to do another set and i'm like fuck so i drop down and i'd do 15 when i knew she only did 10 so i'd like get up like ahead of her again and then she'd call out her number at the end she'd be like 15 and i was like 20 <laughs> she's like fuck you it was funny it was good so so what are
1: you saying, then, that uh, girls can't do the same amount as guys? Is that, what, is that what we're talking
2: about here? No, girls can 100% do as much as guys, but as a, as a very competitive male, I want to make sure that I'm doing more. That's all I'm saying. That's no different than if you were there. I would still do more than you, like I did all those workouts that we did, other than throwing the medicine ball over the fucking rack or whatever we did. You did beat me at that. <laughs> okay well let's be real here you couldn't get the medicine ball over the rack that's because i couldn't bench two plates but now that i can bench two plates i feel like i could get the medicine ball over the rack now you need to be able to bench three plates to do that yeah well you only kind of did three plates no i did three plates no you didn't it didn't even go down to your chest Oh, it doesn't count. chest it's this. half rep? You, you, you know you know that it that it's true when when I say that because you can't say fuck you. I wouldn't try it; it would crush my chest. I know because you're a bitch. Mm.
1: You couldn't even. I remember when you couldn't even do two plates. <laughs> it was the funniest. I'm gonna repost that video.
2: Actually, it <laughs> yeah, I, knew it. I shouldn't have said today. That was pretty funny, though. Stupid asshole. It Put it, it on was, Instagram. And it was on the this is that
1: what, is it a Smith machine? Is that what that is?
2: Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. on the
1: Smith machine
2: <laughs> So funny. I can do it now though. I'm good. Uh, nope
1: no, no. <laughs> 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 Can you yeah. do it on a free bar now?
2: I don't know I'm to probably could. Huh. I was uh, what were we doing for dumbbells the other day? I think 90 I think I was doing 90s? 180 pounds that's not bad pretty impressive for a dumbbell i would think
1: like it dumbbells are different than the straight bar still though like the straight mm-hmm. bar is fucking weird i don't mm-hmm. like i don't like doing
2: it. i'd rather do it with dumbbells it's <laughs> yeah, just it's, more of a natural motion right dumbbells you still are you still are like you can engage your you can engage your shoulder and and and, and even it feels like your back sometimes and <laughs> But the, the straight bar, you can't. It's like, it's your chest. That's
1: it. It just The dumbbells feels like a natural motion. Like your hands go wide, and then when you're done, they come in, right? Instead of having to be stuck to this bar where you, eh.
2: Yeah. Well, I have a feeling now I'm going to have to text Pat to say I need to do some free weight uh, um, uh, bench press tomorrow to make a video in response to whatever video is going to be shared in the next day or two already. <laughs> I'll have to. I'll have to make sure I plan to do that now.
1: Well, maybe I'll I'll get somebody to hold the camera at the gym for me tomorrow, and I'll throw up two plates or something stupid. Who knows?
2: Oh, yeah. Like, that's super easy for you. What, two plates? Yeah. Dang, it's super easy for you. Yeah. You're making fun of you saying, well, why don't we do some some squats or some leg press? But I know you have a bad knee, so then it doesn't count. I have bad pectoral muscles. You got bad
1: everything. You got a bad face. You got a bad fucking chest. You got bad arms. This is good. You got body least, dysmorphia, my man.
2: Yeah, because you're you're definitely proportioned evenly all around too, Mr. Barrel Chest guy. Just huge yeah. bud. I'm built for power. <laughs> for something or like I don't, yeah.
1: I don't understand what a barrel chest means. I don't understand it
2: it means that it means well i have a barrel chest too man for the most part means that basically your chest is the same size as your as your abdominals i don't get it i thought like a barrel it would mean like you're like fucking around and you're like straight down oh okay here you're almost you're almost the same distance from from the front of your chest to your back as you are from the sides of your chest oh you're like that's a barrel okay Not a bad thing. I'll take it. It's why you hit hard.
1: I've heard that actually from people is like people with barrel chests actually hit hard. Like mm-hmm. harder than these people with these bodybuilders, but they got titties.
2: Yeah, totally. Because well, you actually have more weight. Yeah. Like you're, you're, you're in, and it's, it's compacted weight. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, it is what it is. I'll take the barrel chest over a set of steroid tits any day of the week.
2: Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I hope my face looks good on December 3rd cuz I'm I'm like getting hit in the head with some elbows might not might not be as pretty as I once was. So, when would that fight be? Is that December 3rd? December 2nd.
1: December 2nd and then December 8th in Edmonton. Yeah. Hopefully you get stitches or something.
2: That'd be sweet, eh, just like this black eye and stitches on my forehead for going to KO. That'd be wicked.
1: If you don't, yeah. I'll punch you directly in the face and cut you open.
2: <laughs> yeah, I come home looking great, got the W, feeling good. Hey, you got no stitches? Whack. Yeah, oh, fuck. Yeah. No. See, no, nah, I don't know, man. Whatever. I'm. I, it, it's weird because I'm not like when I and I said it to you on the phone. I'm not. I'm not like worried about it. But at the same time, it's it's in the back of my head. I'm like, frick, man. I don't want to get hit in the face with an elbow. Like I don't. Not at all.
1: Well, it all depends on how it hits you. Like, if it's a glancing blow, you don't really feel it. You just feel the blood coming down your face. Exactly. Um, If it's like a a boom, hard elbow to the head, those fucking hurt. Yeah,
2: because it's like freaking, what is it? Do your elbows, what, your second or third hardest bone in the body? Yeah.
1: Yeah. The only thing worse than getting hit with an elbow, I think would probably be like a spinning heel kick to the face.
2: Well, I've taken those before. So
1: I'll be all right. because the heel is the hardest bone in your body. like it's something that you
2: should never be able to break. Mm. Yeah, well, like I mean, I mean, again, I think it's good I was working with Roman the other day and we were working on some stuff and and he's still he's like, you know, well, we gotta do this. And I said, yeah, but again, coach, I said, we're not, we're not talking about boxing now. Like that, you know, we're working on something with a weave underneath and catching it to hit. And I was like, well, you do it to me. And so he does it to me. And I was like, I spun around to like, to like hit him. Like, you know, I didn't actually. And he's like, so what are you doing? I was like, well, that's the sport I'm playing, though. So that's what's coming back at me when I do what you did. He's like, ooh, then don't do that okay, good. So it was good, though. I mean, that's the cool thing with him is that he works. That's why I was even saying having have Fenton up here, you know, to have him come to boxing. The coolest thing with Roman is that – and Pat is that when uh, when Fenton's here and we go down and do some of that other training with some of those other guys, like I, I have a feeling unless he's having a bad day like, like health-wise, he'll still come to one-to-one with me just to hang out and see Pat and talk. Maybe not every day, but especially in the beginning. But if he says – oh, hey, Pat, if you do this and this and this, how do you feel about that? Like, that'll really increase whatever for Luke. Pat will be the guy that goes, yeah, okay. And Roman will do the same thing, right? If he's like, I don't want Luke stepping like this because this is the result, Roman will go, oh, okay. Like, let's do that. It's not just, well, I don't feel like doing that today, coach.
1: Well, uh, the thing is with Pat and Roman is, they understand that you're in a sport that they don't understand. Like Roman is a boxer.
2: Yeah.
1: He teaches boxing. Pat generally teaches fucking bodybuilders or and shit like that. So like mm-hmm. there's a there's a very big learning curve that goes along with these things. Like lifting weights is good, but it's not always good in the sense that you're gonna put on so much size that you're not gonna be able to move. Yeah um learning learning bobs and weaves and how to step step certain ways is good but you also have to take into consideration the sport like you could you could bob this way or weave this way but you could catch a fucking heel in the face or an elbow on the face
2: or a spinning back fist like a knee like i mean and i get to like you're bobbing and, and boxing right i mean yeah you're using your legs but you still see a guy like putting his head down and moving because it's like what source is going to happen you're going to eat uh, an intended liver punch to your head because you moved your head stupid and down you do it in another sport you're going to get kneed or kicked in the face and that's way worse right and that's the thing and i mean it's like it's (laughs) one of those things why are you standing this way why are you doing that well because um i don't want to get hit with this you know even even squaring up in the corners right and keeping one day we were trying to keep cam in the corner right so i was trying to get my body position and i kept letting him sneak out you know Towards my right, and all I do is punch him to keep him in. So of course he just goes under my punch, and then, and then they're like, "Why do you keep doing that? Why do you you keep pivoting yourself to let me go out that way?" I was like, "Well, I'm in a different sport." And so then when he did it again, I threw a head kick at him. I stopped it, and and he the funny thing is he dropped his hands, right? Like as I threw the head kick, he dropped his hands. I'm like, "You just ate it in your face." He's like, "We can't do that." I'm like, "But we're not boxing." Like, like we're boxing right now, but I'm not training for that. I'm training for this. So this is why that, that setup is coming from. And it's, and it's, it's a subconscious setup. Like I've hit you, I hurt you. I'm letting you get out of the corner so that I can kick you in your face or in your leg or whatever, you know, and. It's easier to knock you back in there with that. So, uh, but that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. And Roman has been so good for listening to why we do something, but then also trying to reel it back in and go, okay, but if you do this, it will still relate to you throwing a knee or you doing this. And I'm like, oh, yeah, okay. So then we, you know, we work with it, which is why he's one of my favorite coaches. Well, my argument to what you were saying was going to be like,
1: so what were you there to do, though? Were you there to box, or were you there to kickbox?
2: No, of course I was there to box. Like, the, the, yeah, that's what we were doing. We were working on boxing, and I get it. And it's just, and that's, that's what they were trying to do, was, was setting up a, a big shot or whatever. But the way I was stepping out from the corner was too big for just a right-hand setup, right? Yeah. And that's what I was saying. Subconsciously, though, I was setting up a right kick. Like, you know, and that's what I explained to them. And I said, so I get why you want me to stay in there. And, and, you know, that was, that was all we were explaining. I couldn't figure out why I was letting them get out either until I realized I want to kick you. And then I just said that and then I go, that makes sense then. But we still worked on staying in tighter to work on the right hand. Right. So
1: it's always good to have multiple tools in your bag, especially for situations like a corner or, or coming off a rope or something like that. Like,
2: Nothing nothing is ever wrong if it works. <laughs> That's like saying it's not, it's not it's not, it's only wrong if you get caught. Exactly. That's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to get caught first.
1: So, I, I would hazard a guess that Cam probably dropped his hands because he was able to get out and then he felt he was safe because you guys were boxing. If he had have known that you were kickboxing, he probably would have kept
2: his fucking hands up. He's not. A, he's not an idiot. No. Well, no, I know he's not. But I even said I was like, <laughs> I want to kick you in your head, and he goes, "What?" And I said, well, will get back in there. I'll show you what I'm doing." So the way I pivoted, he went to go out, and then I, then I threw the kick, and he, you know what I mean. But yes, I. I mean, we weren't kickboxing; we were just boxing. So yeah. obviously, it, it is different. It's like, it's like going into the MMA gym and doing stand up rounds with with one of the MMA guys and you're beating him up and then he shoots in and takes you down just to stop your your attack and you're like what the fuck are you doing? He's like well that's what I would have done if we were in my sport. I'm like but we're not in your sport right now, <laughs> you know? Like <laughs> just just douchey. <laughs> yeah, it is douchey. Yeah. So
1: well, I got to get the fuck out of here. So uh, guys, you can follow us at the Spice of Life podcast on Facebook. I'm Tanner Wilshon on Facebook, at Bad Guy Boxing on Twitter and Instagram. And you guys can always download any of our links from www.tsolpodcast.com.
2: You can follow me, The Duke underscore Spicer on Instagram or Luke Spicer on uh, Facebook as well. And yeah, hit us up on uh, Instagram and Twitter on all that stuff on our podcast page because we like hearing from you guys.
1: Yeah, so I promise next week we'll have some guests on because uh, we kind of shit the bed this week and didn't schedule anybody, but they're fun to do anyway. Well,
2: we kind of did, but they just weren't working out <laughs> because they were all going to fights and different things. so That's very true. Well, yeah. thanks for tuning in, guys, and we'll check you guys Tuesday. Peace. Peace.